Hello, and welcome to another edition of Capital Cast. I'm Peter Hancock. It's often said that Americans today are more divided than at any time since the Civil War. That's the kind of historical comparison that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. One of those who's uncomfortable about it is former Illinois Congressman Dan Lipinski, a Chicago Democrat who served in the U.S. House from 2005 to 2021, representing portions of South Chicago and the western suburbs. Lipinski was a guest lecturer last month at a summit put together by the University of Illinois' Institute of Government and Public Affairs. His speech, staged appropriately enough at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum in Springfield, focused on the current state of polarization in America and the threat it poses to the future of the country. With regard to the country splitting apart, a survey in October 2022 found that slightly more than half of Republicans, over a third of Democrats, and nearly a quarter of Independents believe the United States is on the brink of a civil war. In fact, according to a March 2023 poll, one in five Americans say that they favor a national divorce with Republican-leading states and Democratic-leading states separating. Presumably, at least some of them need to come here for a visit so they can learn what happened last time such a national divorce was attempted. You might say Lipinski has some personal experience with polarization. For the 16 years that he represented Illinois' 3rd District, a seat he basically inherited from his father, former Congressman Bill Lipinski, Dan Lipinski was known as a conservative Democrat. That's a term that's not often heard in national politics anymore, nor do we hear much about its counterpart, the moderate Republican. But it was in keeping with the nature of the 3rd District at that time, a Democratic district that Ronald Reagan carried twice in the 1980s and that Democrat Bill Clinton carried twice, but just barely, in the 1990s. Lipinski was first elected to the seat in 2004 and was re-elected seven more times. In that last re-election in 2018, however, he narrowly defeated an up-and-coming liberal Democrat, Marie Newman, and in 2020, he lost the Democratic nomination to Newman in a crowded primary by two and a half percentage points. Lipinski officially left office in January 2021, just as the fissures between traditional and extremist Republicans were cracking wide open fissures that culminated in the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol building in Washington by mobs trying to block the certification of Democrat Joe Biden's election as president. Lipinski delivered his speech in Springfield on Monday, October 9th, just a few days after former U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted from that post by a small group of dissident Republicans. After the speech, I sat down with Lipinski for a brief one-on-one -on -one conversation about the current state of polarization 
and I started off by asking him whether he really thinks it's as bad today as it was in the days leading up to the Civil War. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid that it, it is possible. Our, our divide today is very serious, as I talked about in, in, in my talk. Uh, we have, partisanship has become sectarian for so many people, and it's about hatred for, for the other side. It, it's, it's a, and it's about rooting out heretics on, on, on your own side. Uh, it's no longer about the process of politics, which is about debate, deliberation, and compromise so we can reach conciliation. I mean, we're, we're a very diverse nation. We need to find ways to live together, and uh, we're not working towards those right now. Well, and we saw a lot of that on January 6th. Um, the riots at the Capitol. What did you make of that? I mean, what what did that mean? I think a lot of people were really motivated. I mean, they're motivated by Donald Trump. They were taught by Donald Trump and and by others who were following him and mimicking Donald Trump's uh, talking points. I think a lot of them really believed the election was stolen. And that they had to that they had to set it right, uh, and it was the, the the leadership from President Trump in in, in that telling people this, that unfortunately, led them to uh, to go and invade the Capitol. So I mean, has politics become kind of a cult of personality? It certainly has become a cult of personality on the on the Republican side with. with with Donald Trump, I, I think you see some others. You see some on both sides uh, that are some leaders who are, you know, leading a cult of personality. But uh, no, no one more so than Donald Trump. So, in your talk, you kind of traced this back to uh, the origins of the Tea Party, which was kind of a, re- a reaction to the passage of the Affordable Care Act. Um, is that really where you saw? You don't think? Partisanship and, and this kind of polarization was brewing before then. I think it was brewing before then, but I don't think that it reached the same heights as it did after the uh, in 2010. Uh, the passage of the Affordable Care Act was sort of the, in some ways, it was it was a spark, but it was a frustration Republicans had with with their party. I mean, I think that's where it started. Uh, Republicans were very unhappy with the eight years of many Republicans, I should say, were unhappy with the eight years of George W. Bush as president. Uh, they th- thought that the leadership was of the party w- was 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 bad. They got defeated terribly in the two thousand and eight election, and they were looking to blame someone and. They didn't know what direction to go, so they just decided that when you don't know where to go, what do you do? You just fight the other side. Whatever the other side wants, you're, you're against it. What are the dangers uh, that lie ahead if we aren't able to reconcile this? Well, there, there's two dangers that Republic, Republic faces. Either you, democracy becomes tyranny or, or you break apart. Um, you know, people are throwing these ideas out there that uh, some states are going to leave leave other states um, behind. You're going to split the country in two. I don't I don't believe that's going 
going to happen. Uh, let's talk about a civil war. I, I'm certainly hopeful that that uh, that does not happen, but we certainly have enough arms in this country that uh, there there could be more more violence. I think most likely it could wind up being a situation where, I mean, we see more and more people don't care about the process. They just want to see results. And so a uh, democracy is a, is a difficult process. And someday maybe people are going to say, well, we've got this problem, whatever it is, we need a, uh, we just need a, a strong leader who's not going to pay any attention to Congress, just going to do whatever he or she wants. And uh, that's going to be the end of our democracy. So we're sitting here at a time when the U.S. House that you served in for so many years does not have a speaker. Um, Kevin McCarthy ousted in part by a faction of his own party. What do you make of that? It's not surprising that uh, that happened with all the trouble McCarthy had getting elected speaker at the beginning of, of, of the year. Um, Did the, you know Kevin McCarthy when you were in the House? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I know Kevin. Um, I didn't think he was going to get the votes to be speaker. He was passed over once already to be speaker. Um, and so he didn't come in with a lot of strength to begin with. And he went through 15 rounds of voting to get the, the speakership. And you have enough Republicans, you know, we have such a small margin. You only, he only could lose four Republicans. Beyond that, he was, you know, he no longer had a, uh, a majority in, in, in the House. So it was, in a way, it was shocking just because it's never happened before. But on the other hand, it was not surprising. A lot, I think a lot of people saw that this uh, was likely uh, to happen at some point. So what do you see as the solution to this? Well, to which part? Well, I mean, you talked... Yeah, I mean, you talked about we need a return to, I think, civic patriotism. Uh, So how do we do that? I think it's going to take leadership. Who... Leaders who are going to remind the American people that... America has a purpose that we're united under. Uh, The Declaration of Independence is what has united us. Unfortunately, both the left and the right, we're seeing attacks on the founding of our country and the Declaration as our our foundation. Uh, We need leaders who are going to step up and say, no, America is a special place. We have a noble purpose. And that if we're going to live together, we need to follow the rules. The rules are the democracy of our Constitution. That is what has enabled us to live as such a diverse nation for almost 235 years now on the um, Constitution. It's not a math test. You don't have it. Well, I'm I'm an engineer, so I I like getting numbers right. and that democracy is not guaranteed. Our freedom is not guaranteed. I think people, unfortunately, a lot of people think that, that it is, that they have nothing to, uh, or that they can throw out our, we can throw out our Constitution and somehow we're still going to be okay. Uh, that's, 
that's not going to happen. Uh, we need to come back to devotion, to the declaration, the principles that are in that declaration, and we need to follow the Constitution, the democracy of the Constitution, understand that's the best way that we can make decisions on how to live together. Dan Lipinski, thanks for being here. Thank you. That was former Illinois Congressman Dan Lipinski. And you've been listening to Capital Cast. Capital Cast is a production of Capital News Illinois, a statehouse reporting project of the Illinois Press Foundation, with funding from the Robert R. McCormick Foundation, the Illinois Broadcasters Foundation, and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association. Until next time, this is Peter Hancock saying thank you for listening.